Hello, Stephen. Hello, Erica. So you remember how we said we might do some counter-programming on um, uh, Super Bowl Sunday again? Yeah, I remember that. Well, we tried. We tried. Yeah, you know how they say, and by they I mean me, uh, that every great podcast has a at least one missing episode? Mm-hmm. I think we've just achieved the status of uh, great podcast, or at least we've hit that uh, tick mark on the checklist. <laughs> the little bingo card of starting your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because we're recording on, because you were very nice to me on my birthday, mm-hmm. and you got me a Zoom H6 recorder. Handy recorder. It Handy right recorder there. actually says it right there. Mm-hmm. And so we're testing it out. This is not lazy. This is not a lazy. This is not. This is one of the least lazy episodes, and I yeah. think that may be why our lost episode is lost because we we defied the title of the podcast and we we went unlazy. And look what happened. Yeah, we lost. Actually, the you can't see what happened because it's gone. No, there's also a, uh, just an audio podcast too, so we didn't. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but recording on it now. Um, with each of our own separate microphones. Mm-hmm. So I can talk over you all I want and, uh, now. I can talk <laughs> over you and everything like that too, but mm-hmm. we wouldn't do that. Um, so what we did though, we actually did watch one episode of Doctor Who on Sunday, mm-hmm. which was the Gunfighters Part 4. Correct. Yes, the OK Corral, mm-hmm. the last ever individually named episode until the new series. Wow. I know there's going to be people that says, well, it's five doctors. There's only one episode. So technically that was also mm, the same whatever. thing. And technically the Doctor Who TV movie didn't have a title. So that also <laughs> needs to be mentioned. So I just mentioned it right there. Okay, there. It's been mentioned. Yeah. Cons- consider it mentioned. Yep. Uh, the end of the OK Corral, uh, pretty much because it was, it was not, it didn't fare well on the audience appreciation index at the time. Hmm. Did uh, did the gunfighters? So this was kind of like the the death knell of pure historical stories. Oh well, in Doctor Who. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. There are not many more after this um, because Innis Lloyd, the new producer, came and says, ah, "I didn't like those anyway. Let's just get rid of them." Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So darn it, gunfighters. Actually, well, no, I, I I ended up liking some of the historicals quite a bit. Hooray! Just not. So much the gunfighters. No, I love the gunfighters because it's I'm glad. fun. Yeah, and it's fine. It's like I said, I think on our last episode, if I don't think about it as Doctor Who, as if yeah. I pretend I'm watching, I, I don't know, it feels like Doctor Who fanfic or something. Like, right. let's take these characters I love and put them in a situation that just seems completely wrong and tonally different. That's the gunfighters, which is interesting. It's although it's fun to look back at it, you know. When we, we're used to the whole realm of Doctor Who and and what comes after it, and, and what we know and True. sort of appreciate about it. But at the time, this was the remit of Doctor Who. We go past into historical times, we go mm-hmm. forward into space times, and you almost kind of alternate. And so there, it was intended to be sort of this, right? But you know the the goofiness and the the i don't know farcical nature yeah. of it was not part of the remit and i think was it on the last episode we did or the one that we recorded and disappeared i can't remember um that i was saying that i found it interesting that um a couple of the you know sort of funnier 
episodes or stories of Doctor Who ended the most tragically. Like, that was the that was the lost take. Oh yeah. yes, so yeah. So feel I was free to repeat yourself now. Oh well, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I I remember you know the well, the Romans was was definitely you know going for humor in its way, and it ends with <laughs> Rome burning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you have the Myth Makers, which is just oh boy, is that rough at the end everybody almost everybody dies like that's and that was i think the most hilarious doctor who story maybe ever um it's up there at least you think it's that funny do you i really do i know a lot of people like it yeah yeah it was it was pretty great but then wow what a sharp turn at the end and then here we have this one which is you know i don't find it as as funny myself but you can you can see what they were going for and they're certainly having fun with it it's it's a different it's a different kind of funny Mm -hmm. um and and at least this one is moving because i really 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 do enjoy watching peter purvis's physical comedy and his performance and the looks on his face that those are just great but yeah and then a whole bunch of people get gunned down at the end well, they're also going back to famous historical events where lots of people die. So I guess you kind of Good have point. to That's true. offset that with um, humor of some sort, you know. But notice mm-hmm. that whenever, and all those episodes basically, like the Myth Makers, the Doctor's like in the horse. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what he does if he stays in the horse. But he certainly doesn't take part in the battle, which happens. They run out of Paris in 1572 at the end of the massacre because they know there's a huge massacre coming and they stay firmly out of view for the finale of the gunfires as well because they don't want to be part of that mass Mass death (laughs) of historical proportions i suppose that's the benefit of actually knowing what's what's going to happen although i don't know like did they actually know what was going to happen at the okay corral is what happened in Doctor Who, actually, what happened at the OK Corral? I feel like it's not really all that historically accurate. I I think there are some definite. Um, Didn't they like create at least one character out of whole cloth? They might have done that. It's the OK Corral's weird because I don't know much about it. On, on you know, we need to watch Deadwood. I suppose we need to watch De- Deadwood. Is <laughs> no, the whole thing about that? It's like I don't know. That's like that's, is that even, that's not even the same people. No, I don't remember. About, are you talking about Tombstone? Because that was a movie based. Oh on God, it. no! Oh, Wyatt Earp? Not Wyatt Earp. No, okay. I don't. I don't like westerns so much. I Although I did, I did actually watch Deadwood. I just don't remember it. Well, it just feels like this. This. This little itty bitty town in Arizona was like home to a gunfight. Like, why? What made that more special and more notable than any other small town that had a gunfight in the Wild West? You know, like why is that one stuck out in? the annals of history i don't i've never really understood i don't know but now i'm curious me too maybe somebody will will tell us yeah too lazy to look it up. i do like looking at things up in Mm -hmm. wikipedia though well maybe you'll look it up tonight and you'll tell me tomorrow i might do that Mm -hmm. um one thing that i mentioned in the lost episode is is that uh, the, it, I didn't. I forgot about it until now. But Li Hu in, in 2015, Matthew Jacobs is there. Matthew Jacobs wrote the TV movie, but he was also the grandson of Anthony Jacobs, who played Doc Holliday. Ah. And Matthew Jacobs, as oh, I think he was probably seven or eight at the time, mm-hmm. visited the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were shooting an episode or two of that, because of his grandfather, and so it was, and so at Li Hu late at night on on a Saturday, we did a live commentary, not of the whole episode, but just of various scenes. We watched a scene with his grandfather in it, and then I'd ask him about it, and 
and it was fun. I remember enjoying that, and like I think he really appreciated because he hadn't really watched it until maybe two days beforehand to prepare for that thing, and so it was kind of neat to sort of watch a live thing and sort of riff on it, and you know, it was it was neat. I remember that it was fun. Cool. I had forgotten all about it until mm-hmm. that moment on Sunday, but I remembered now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else about the gunfighters? What else did we mention that time? I don't remember. Mm. Anything else you want to talk about the gunfighters? It's over. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one of those, I guess, am I a rarer person in that I I don't have a very strong feeling about the gunfighters one way or the other? Um, no, I think, I think there was a certain, uh, rise to sort of shower it with praise and then I think that has kind of subsided a little bit. And now it's just mm-hmm. sort of settled down into a, a higher positioning mm-hmm. in the in the official annals <laughs> of fandom. It is, it's fun to watch the actors that, you know, I've come to care about have, having a good time. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. And, you know, William Hartnell has great comic timing, good chops, you know, Mr. Warp. Like that's <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. And he even does it like when, when he's in... Not in scenes with mm-hmm. Wyatt Earp. They're actually saying, oh, you know, Mr. Werp told us to wait here. <laughs> and he's still saying it through the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So he's legitimately getting the name wrong, is the doctor, not William Hartnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of sad because, no spoilers or anything like that, but I think this is the last great performance of William Hartnell. Mm, not be- not because his, uh, his performance is diminished, but I think his status in the following episodes diminish a little bit interesting yeah, yeah i've heard you say that before so yeah and now we're actually approaching that that time so it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of unfortunate in a way so i'm glad this episode exists because you can you know i i watch that and and you know th- there's a couple little flubs here and there but you can you can clearly tell that he's enjoying it um uh his time on on doing the episode and he's doing the comedy and everything like that and i think i th- i've always thought that the oh he couldn't remember his lines and blah 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 and he was you know was mm-hmm. a little over exaggerated and i think he can kind of tell he's a professional he's a working actor though yep he does his best he's a pro and he uh, mm-hmm. he certainly showed it in this yeah well if if any of you listeners are um experts on the old west and yes. the okay corral mm-hmm. <laughs> let us know uh you know, if you have uh, articles or something you could point at that that say it nicely. Or just, short just articles, you know. Short articles, short ones. Yeah. Or, you know, if you happen to be uh, an incomparable member uh, who is in the new brand spanking new yeah. incomparable members only Slack. Yes. Uh, if you're, make sure that you've joined the hashtag Lazy Doctor Who channel and you can tell us all, all about it there. Yep. We're there. Mm-hmm. That's our like a little, our official feedback clubhouse clubhouse so to speak which was <laughs> i mean we'll still yesterday. be checking twitter and our oh, email yeah, and stuff absolutely. but um i don't know i just find slack so easy <laughs> so easy to uh to just sort of keep an eye on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh speaking of being comparable we should we, we haven't decided anything yet but but next month in march that will be there will be a membership drive for mm-hmm. incomparable members including including you find people who who reach out and support this show mm-hmm. um, for every episode that we do. So stay tuned for that. For whatever we decide we're going to do. Yeah, we'll be lazy. Maybe like February 28th, we'll decide, oh, maybe we'll do this because you don't mm-hmm. have to be lazy, obviously. Right. Keeping on brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there'll be a, an extra special little something or two coming that month yeah. down the pipeline for, for you folks uh, who are members and perhaps to drive up memberships for the whole Incomparable Network. I think there's like 80 podcasts now on the Incomparable Network. Shut up. It's not that many. 
It's a lot. Though, it's, it, it is a lot. a lot. Yep. Yep. All good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It's Thursday now. No promises. I don't think. I don't think we'll have time to do a, a another one before Gallifrey one. Who knows? I don't know. I've uh, after this like th- it was very very disheartening. Yeah. On Sunday, um, both the fact that we you know had to now sort of recreate and re-record the the losing it and the the fact that. Here I spent all this money on this very expensive, nice mm-hmm. thing, and it, we had an issue with it, and Stephen was very upset, and uh, yeah. I felt I felt guilty. It was I, very sad. Yeah, I felt bad because I thought I'd formatted formatted the card correctly, and I didn't. Whoops! Always format your SD cards properly. That's the uh, that's a bit of advice that we say at the end of an episode, sitting around the fireplace. <laughs> the, the most poetic yes, sign-off words exactly. ever, as the Waltons often said. <laughs> Jim Bob, don't forget, format that it SD card. It wasn't Jim card. Bob, it was John Boy. I don't know. Who's Jim Bob? I don't know. Generic. Maybe there was a Jim Bob. I don't know. Okay. I just know John Boy. John Boy. I couldn't remember. I knew, that was, Americana, R- baby. Richard, what's his name? Richard, the mm-hmm. actor. Widmark? No. No. I don't know. I forgot his name. He was in Battle Beyond the Stars. <laughs> you lost me again. Okay. I'm here for the Doctor Who. I don't know about <laughs> your non Battle Beyond Star stuff. Nope. Well, the next story, whenever we talk about it, oh uh, dear, I don't even think we can we can promise it because yeah, usually we try to do one at a convention, but that at Gallifrey one is a completely different beast. We never yeah. have time to do such thing. Wonder if we could do one like in the airport departure lounge. I wonder if it would be because on the airplane, obviously that was very noisy. Uh, it was fun. That was yeah. kind of hilarious, but that was really noisy. <laughs> it was noisy. But maybe just maybe we could make it work. We've got at a the layover airport. in Vancouver. Yeah. If we have time to watch. I mean, we could certainly watch an episode on the plane. That'd be easy enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll hmm. see. No promises. I just, I like the idea of, you know, travel episodes of Lazy Doctor Who from exotic I locations know. like Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver Departure Lounge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, um, I, I just find it odd that it would be like a recon because we're back to a missing episode again. Oh, that's this. right. Yeah. That's right. So we have to have our scripts in hand. Well, it might be. I'm not too sure. It might yeah. it might be a different one that we have. So hmm. I, I, we should mention that uh, all the, because you've been linking to uh, past episodes on the show notes in Lazy Doctor Who because they've been on I fr- When we started, I was linking to Daily Motion. Yeah. And then I stopped because they, they got rid of it. They them. disappeared. Yeah. Yep. We haven't talked about that yet, though. So that's why I just wanted oh, to Oh, I hadn't. No. So we haven't been able to do that. So. Remembering things would be unlazy. Yeah, I know. So. so basically, you've been on your own, dear listener, for a lot of yeah. these episodes. We've yeah. Somebody in the Slack channel actually did ask where to find these. And I had to say, right now, it is a sad state of affairs really because is. they had some on Netflix. They had some on Hulu. I think those have all been taken off. Somebody at one point said that there are still some on iTunes, but those you then have to pay They're for. hit and miss and you got to pay for them. Uh-huh. And then... Not streaming. And then, yeah. And like, BBC's got nothing which Mm -hmm. seems so dumb it does really you know because a lot of people Mm -hmm. would want to watch these you'd think right yeah yeah i mean we have access to all of them and i still would almost want to pay a monthly you know a Mm -hmm. reasonable monthly fee to to chip in yeah to chip in well just to be able to hit play instead of having to get up walk you know the 12 paces to the shelf back there where all the dvds are Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what came today by the way uh on in the mail what speaking of dvds Hmm. power of the daleks really yeah uh, I haven't explored the contents of the DVD yet, but apparently 
uh, the there's a Telesnap reconstruction version on there too. It might just be Telesnaps. Interesting. I haven't looked at it yet, but I know that of course that the MP3 CD version that came out in the early 2000s mm-hmm. is is my favorite. And that's the one that we will watch. But okay. if it's on that, if it's actually even a good quality one that's on the proper DVD, that'll be even better. Cool. Yeah. So I paid twice for that. I paid it in iTunes and I bought wow. it on DVD. You are you are a committed fanboy. Committed. You should be committed fanboy. Wah, wah. Wah. All right, that's it for this then. Uh, next time, Doctor Who and the Savages, as it said at the very end of um, mm-hmm. the OK Corral. Exciting. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.